Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, we are taking a little bit of a different approach with the show because not too long ago, I had actually asked on Instagram if any of you had any questions that you wanted me to answer for all of you. So if you are not hanging out with me on Instagram already, please go head on over there and do so. My handle is just my name. So it's at Christy Russell. Would love to come hang out with you or have you guys come hang out with me, I should say, so we can uh, chat a little bit more in depth. And so if you have any questions in future that you'd like me to answer on this podcast, you'll be able to submit them that way. So I thought we would do one or two, maybe even three questions depending on how chatty I get, because that's a real thing. Uh, So let's dive in. So the first question comes from Mickey Rules number one. She says, when you are losing weight, are there any fashion suggestions for that in-between space? And this is such a good question because I feel like, you know, with a lot of us being at home right now, you know, we've been a little, you know, snack heavy. (laughs) I know I've definitely been there and I have actually heard from so many of you that you have either put on weight or that you're really trying to get into gear with taking care of yourself and you're in this lifestyle shift. And for some of you, that might mean like you're toning up a bit. Maybe you do want to lose a little bit of weight or maybe you've put on a little weight and you just want to know how to deal with that transitional time in your closet when things are just feeling quite snug um, or maybe just not fitting you as ideally as you would like. So one of the first things that I recommend to clients when they're in this phase is to by far get clear on what it is you need. Now, this might seem like a no-brainer, and you guys might think, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But it's really important to evaluate where you spend your time. Are you at work? Do you have Zoom meetings? Are you predominantly at home? Are you running around chasing after kids? Do you need outfits for, you know, like let's say a cute lunch or something with your friends or your partner? Where do you spend your time? You know, what I often have my clients do for me is almost write a list of like how their week would unfold and where they might, you know, go on a given week or again, just dividing how they break up their their week into time slots, right? So this is a really valuable exercise that I suggest to all of you to do as well, because it really provides clarity on where you need the bulk of your wardrobe to really function for you. So for example, if you're someone that has a whole lot of like sweatpants in the closet, for example, but you need a lot of workwear because maybe you're going to the office or maybe you need some things to polish up your, your look, at least on the top half, if you're doing zoom meetings, then that is something to take notice of, right? Um, So you want to make sure that your wardrobe, especially when you're in that in-between phase, is something that really functions well for you so that you can get specific about this transition time and really strategically buy pieces that you know can be really spectacular workhorses for you that still fit beautifully without feeling like you have to spend you know, a ton of money on a whole new wardrobe start to finish, right? So one, after you've done your, your, your list, if you will, of how you spend your time, 
Now you want to evaluate what that might actually look like in your closet. So if you are someone that needs some professional wear, let's say for example, um, one thing that I like to do is create something that I call modules. Now, if none of you have checked out my YouTube channel before and you've never watched any of my capsule wardrobe videos, this is something that I think could be incredibly valuable for all of you because within my capsule wardrobes that I create for some of these videos, I put together what I call modules. And a module is six pieces in your closet that mix and match together seamlessly. So what that consists of is three tops, two bottoms, and one outer layer. So the outer layer could be a blazer, could be a cardigan, could be a denim jacket, could be a coat, like whatever you want. The bottom, uh, the bottoms could be two pants, two skirts, a jean and a trouser, like whatever you can kind of mix and match to your heart's content. <laughs> and then the three tops can also be whatever you want. Could be t-shirts, blouses, like whatever you can fill in the blank, right? When you mix all of these pieces together, you can actually come up with 12 outfit combinations just from six items because each of the tops will go with each of the bottoms. That gives you six outfits right off the bat. And then if you do all those combinations again, but this time include the outer layer, that gives you 12, okay? And hopefully that doesn't sound confusing while you're you know, just listening to a podcast. Now, the reason that this is so gold is that because it gives you the most amount of versatility for the least amount of clothing. So if you're someone, let's say that is, I don't know, let's say you're predominantly at home right now and you still need to look slightly professional because you're doing Zoom meetings, okay? What I would probably do as a suggestion is I would get a really great pair of dark wash stretch denim. Now you can pick the cut that's most flattering for your body type. And if you're not sure how to style your body type, I do have an online class that's all about that, that you guys can check out. I will leave down in the show notes. It's called how to find and style your body type. It's three hours of goodness with a workbook and lots of examples on how to properly dress your shape and figure out what it is. Um, but you want to get a dark wash denim that's in stretch because it will help, you know, flex a little bit with the weight loss or gain that you're dealing with. And while you're in that transition period, it will kind of flow with your body a little bit. And then I also recommend getting one bottom that is also a trouser of some kind. Now you can get one that also has some stretch for the same reasons as the denim, but this, for this reason, I kind of recommend getting like a neutral. Now it does not have to be black. It could be a beautiful camel or a Navy. It could be, um, like cream, white, gray, like whatever you can kind of fill in the blank for yourself. Um, and having that as your two bottoms, the reason being is you can always dress up or down dark wash denim, and you can do the same thing with a nice classic trouser that fits you really well. Now on the same turn, you can also do the same thing with your tops. So I would get a nice classic tee because again, you can dress those up and down with your trousers or jeans. Uh, and then I would probably focus on two blouses that fit really well, but probably have a little bit of drape to them. So like a little bit of movement to the fabric. Now, the reason I suggest this is because drape and fabric tends to me looks a little bit more expensive. So even if you're buying, you know, a blouse from H and M, let's say for example, or something like, let's say you find a fabulous draped blouse from the thrift store, right? That doesn't have to cost a lot you can still look really polished and elevate that basic just from the fabric. So it's going to look elevated when you're doing, let's say a work presentation or you're on those zoom meetings, but the movement and that drape of the blouse is also going to feel really comfortable if you're just pairing it with jeans and sneakers and you're rolling around on the floor with your, with your kids. Right? 
So that would be something that I would uh, recommend. And of course you can get them in pattern or color, you know, a capsule or module does not need to be in neutrals contrary to what people uh, think. And uh, again, you can check out my capsule videos on my YouTube channel with this. I use lots of example with color. Um, but this would be a really great way to start piecing together a transitional wardrobe for yourself. And then for the outer layer, what I personally would recommend is getting a nice classic blazer. Again, if you're in this sort of period where you need to look a little bit more professional, just because again, you can slip it on for those meetings that you might have or for that office uh, setting that you need to create on the back end while you're working from home. But if you also get the blazer in a really great stretch, as I mentioned, you'll also get a little bit more longevity or a little bit more push from this garment as your body changes a little bit. And it will also feel incredibly comfortable for you to wear at home. So if you did want to wear that, let's say casually, it's not going to feel uncomfortable and awkward to wear at home because I feel like people think of like the traditional wool suits, right? That have no stretch or have no give. And it feels impractical to a lot of people, especially if you have young kids at home. You know, I've worked with a lot of moms that say like, listen, like I'm not going to wear a blazer at home. And every time I find an option for them that is like that, but in like a beautiful jersey or a nice stretch kind of knit almost they're like oh my god like this is this is a game changer <laughs> and it allows them to still feel cute and feel a lot more elevated in their home environment even if they are with their kids or if they are on that zoom meeting let's say for example so you can do uh, two modules, let's say, if you want a better bang-free buck, if you want more outfit options for yourself, and that should hold you through in that transitional period while you're you know, changing in weight or you're adopting a new lifestyle without having to spend and buy bulks and bulks of clothing. Now on that note, the next question came from Jill Ross 66, and she asked how many sizes down can most items be altered? Now, for those of you that have been tracking with me for a while, you will know that I had recently gone through my own weight loss transition. I lost about 35 pounds and I went from a size 12, uh, 14 to a size like six, eight, depending on the brand. Well, even size four and some, it just shows you how messy some sizing is, but I would say personally, I'm probably around like a six, eight. So for me, what I did, because I'm really cautious about how I purchase my clothing was I decided to alter most of it. You know, I'd spent all that time and energy selecting those pieces. Initially, I kind of thought to myself, you know, why not alter it rather than having to buy a whole new wardrobe and don't get me wrong. I love a good shopping moment and definitely have purchased new pieces since then, but I would say 75, almost 80% of my wardrobe has been altered and I'm still using and wearing those same beautiful pieces. Now I would say that the, and of course, depending on the item that you're looking at, of course, I'm not a seamstress and I don't sew either. So some of you, if you do do that and you're listening, maybe you'll disagree. I, I don't know. I think that the average garment can probably be altered at least two to three uh, sizes down. Sometimes for it really depends on how much work is involved. Probably beyond that, I think it's probably a lost cause and you have to toss it. So if you've gone through like an extreme weight loss, like I know some women that have gone through a hundred pounds or even more like baby, you are starting with a brand new, fresh wardrobe, and you're probably going to have to go through increments with some of these modules that I talked about in the previous question to help get you through that transition time. Um, but for most part, I really do. I think that most people like pieces can be 
can be altered, which is beautiful. And this is why I also tell clients, if you're looking at something in store and it doesn't fit like a glove, but you really, really love it, ask yourself, am I willing to take this investment further and take it to a tailor or seamstress in my area and have it make it just perfect for me. Because baby, if something fits you like a glove, let me tell you, you're going to be twice as apt to wearing it because you're going to feel so freaking spectacular when you look in the mirror, knowing that this makes your body look just awesome. And again, just suits you so, so beautifully. Now, someone else asked, how do you organize your closet? This is from GD. GDs, sorry, 58. (laughs) And my answer to that, there's a couple ways that you can organize your closet. One of the easiest ways that I think is the most beneficial is to organize your color or sorry, your closet by color, my apologies, and then by type. So if you think of all the colors in the rainbow, This is sort of how I look at my closet. So I put all the blacks together, whites together, and then I sort of fade into the rainbows of the color, or sorry, colors of the rainbow. So all the reds together, greens together, yellows together, blues together, purples together, you guys kind of get the idea, right? And within that, I will put, you know, things by type. So all the white camis together because they're sleeveless. And then I will put the t-shirts together that have a little bit of a sleeve that are white. And then I will put like the white, um, like long sleeve items or blouses together after that. And, you know, I will kind of merge through my closet this way. Now, the reason I recommend this is because when you are getting ready in the morning, it is so much harder to find things you're looking for in your closet. If everything in your wardrobe is a mishmash and just strewn all over the place, right? So let's say you, you've pulled out a a pair of jeans or something and you're like, Oh, I like this red top I have would be so awesome to go with this pair of jeans. Like I'm really feeling that today. And then you look up at your closet and like everything's like really cluttered. It's so squished and condensed together. And then you're getting frustrated because you can't freaking find the red top. And then you're thinking, did I put it in the wash? Like, I feel like I washed it, but I think it's in the closet, but I can't find it in the closet. And then you get this negative frustrating narrative that's happening in the morning because you can't actually put the outfit together that you desire right? And then you'll find it at a later date or time. And you'll see that it was in your closet hanging up the whole time, but you couldn't find it because everything's a disorganized mess, <laughs> right? So organizing by color and by type will eliminate that because you can go to the red section, if you will, and know that you will find it in there. Now on that note, the other reason I like this style of organizing is because let's say you had this red top in mind, right? Let's say it's a, a sleeveless cami. I don't know that you were looking for and you go to your little red section and you go to pull out that top and then suddenly you stop yourself and you look over and you think, oh, that's actually another cute red top. I wouldn't have actually thought of that, but that actually would be great today, right? And then you end up pulling out the other red top that's more perfect for the situation or more suits your vibe or mood instead. And now boom, you have a new outfit that you hadn't thought of. Right. And that can happen a lot. Like sometimes you grab a pair of pants and you have, again, you have a certain color in mind and maybe a certain top, but all of a sudden something else will spark your interest. And this is often how new outfit inspiration can be born or can be created because you have those like colors sort of combined together. So it gets you thinking about new silhouettes and new shapes just because like items are sort of hung, uh, together. Now, the only thing I do not recommend hanging 
are your sweaters or anything that's like a jersey knit only because if you keep it on a hanger it is going to stretch out the shoulders and the fabric and you're going to cut the lifespan of that piece in half so what I recommend for those pieces is to fold them and put them on a shelf or in a drawer somewhere uh, just so again you're uh, extending the life or longevity of that piece rather than wearing out the shoulders and having it be stretched out so that you can't wear it for as long as you had hoped because that's definitely something that's um, that, that can happen. <laughs> All right. Now the next question came from Salu Susan, and she said, how do you experiment with goth, goth style when you are usually classic and you don't want it to be costumey? Great question. I love this. So first of all, celebrate the fact that you want to experiment with a new style. I think it is so beautiful when a woman gives herself permission to dip her toes into something that she's desiring or finds kind of playful or would love to, again, just play with her style. That's what it's all about. It is all about us playing and enjoying our fashion, right? Allowing it to communicate how we want to feel and the vibe that we want to communicate at any given time. So if you're kind of interested in that goth style and you don't want it to come off costumey, my recommendation would be to use some of the classic pieces that you have in your closet. So this is where you can lean on a lot of your wardrobe basics, let's say for example, and use that to create sort of a foundation to the outfit and then grab one or two things that you feel would be a little bit more goth oriented. So maybe it's a, I don't know, maybe it's just black lipstick, right? Like you could have a super cool, uh, like, I don't know, like let's say leather, uh, straight leg pants and maybe you've got like a I don't know a white button-up blouse let's see but let's keep it super super classic right so let's say you're pairing those two items together that is super chic already and adding that black lipstick instantly gives more of that attitude more edge some of that goth vibe without going too over the top and let's say from there you want to pair it with I don't know you could do combat boots and finish off the look and leave it like that, right? And accessorize as you might. Or maybe it's a cool choker that you have that's kind of gothy that you want to put with that look. Or maybe it's a long draping layer, right? I think one or two items when you're dabbling in something can allow you to not only step into something comfortably with feeling like you, without feeling, sorry, like you've gone too over the deep end. Because sometimes when we jump in with both feet, full force all at once, it can kind of freak us out. Like, Ooh, Oh my God. Like, I don't know if I can actually pull this off. <laughs> right. And then it makes us feel self-conscious rather than feeling expansive with our style. So if you're using one or two things, it avoids that costumey kind of effect that you're talking about, but it also allows you to play in this realm and that attitude with your style um, in a way that feels comfortable and allows you to step into it more fully so that if you do want to take it a step further with some of that like kind of goth element or like sort of punk vibe, um, that could be a really cool way to introduce yourself to it so that your eye kind of acclimatizes and that if you want to introduce more items from there, right, so you're adding three or four or even five items, you can do so without feeling alienated to yourself, if that makes sense. But I do say I have to love, I like, I love a good black lipstick moment. I'm actually surprised that more people like don't wear it. I know the odd time when I do, um, I feel like such a badass, like such a badass. <laughs> and I actually, I don't sell this stuff, but I love, or I have, sorry, a lip sense, uh, black lipstick 
that I bought years ago. And just because I feel like black, such a hard color to pull off, like in a good quality lipstick. And so if I'm going to wear it and I don't want it to like smudge off or smudge anywhere or just look bizarre as it kind of fades, that's what I go to for a black lipstick. And damn, I feel like such a badass. <laughs> So that's one of the things that I would probably toy with. But of course, it's totally up to you because you want to feel comfortable in what you're wearing. So again, use your classics to your advantage. And then again, use those like goth kind of accents through accessories or footwear to sort of step into it. Or if you don't want to use it as accessories, again, you can use classic accessories and then get some really cool, interesting clothing pieces to create more of that goth vibe within your look. So I hope you guys enjoyed me answering these few questions. If you have more, make sure that you follow me on Instagram, because again, I do put it on my Instagram stories every so often to pull you for some more questions. And I definitely keep them in my back pocket so that this can be a new series that we're going to do. I'll try and do them once a month for you guys. So you can get some more feedback and get some of those burning style questions answered, but I'm sending you all the love to the moon and back and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.